Hola a todos, ¿todo bien? ¿Ça va? ¿Todo bien? Hey everyone, how's it going? Today on episode 2, I'm talking about a hobby that I've come to absolutely love in the past few years, which is language learning. My goal is to share how I started my journey with learning new languages and to guide you on how to explore this if you've ever been interested in picking up a new language and perhaps you just don't know where to start. I'll start off with a brief review of my own language learning journey. My parents are Bolivian and Peruvian and raised their kids here in Virginia, so our household was always a blend of Spanish and English growing up. And now something really cool about my mom's side of the family is that they've spread all over the world, and many of them actually also speak three, four, even five languages. So I grew up knowing that people could actually become polyglots and what that kind of was. Uh, my mom always made a point to teach us that it was very important to stay connected with family, even if they're continents away. So when I was 21, she took us all to Brazil to meet a part of the family that she herself had actually never met, but reconnected with via Facebook and WhatsApp, which is so awesome that you can do that with technology these days. And that's when I fell so in love with everything Brazilian, the language, the culture, the people, food, and of course, my family there. I remember my brother and I had an absolute blast, like trying to communicate with my cousins when we all first met them, some of which only spoke a little bit of Spanish, some spoke just a little bit of English, all speaking Portuguese like 98% of the time. So despite not having a common language to communicate comfortably in, we all kind of just made it work. Hand gestures, sound effects, and lots of terrible Google Translate and all, and just had really the best afternoon hanging out. And that's all it took really was just one afternoon for me to feel this new sense of deep wishing that I could connect with this language and people more. So after that trip, my interest in Brazil only grew more, and by the time I graduated college and started my gap year before nursing school, for the first time ever, I decided to make a New Year's resolution that I actually intended to keep, and that was to learn Portuguese in 2016. So this decision was, of course, fueled by my desire to be able to continue to communicate with my family in Brazil, hopefully one day being able to see them again and having an even richer experience in the last. But also I wanted to know what it was like to truly be able to learn a new language. It was a skill that I always admired in others, but never really convinced myself to believe that I could achieve. And for myself, high school Spanish didn't really count since I already spoke the language at home. I would make excuses in my head like, takes too long, or it's too hard, or I don't have anyone to practice with, etc., etc. But really, we do this all the time as humans and make things seem impossible with our excuses when they're really not. And of course, things that are really worth it in life take tons of time, tons of effort, challenges. It takes you having to seek out solutions to roadblocks. And it takes falling down sometimes and picking yourself back up and remembering why you need to keep going and why you started this journey in the first place. But that's why in the end, when you realize that you've made some progress in whatever it is that you're trying to achieve, it feels so good. It feels so good when 
then you find yourself starting to sometimes think in the language you're learning to spontaneously catch yourself saying phrases in that language. When you start even having dreams that incorporate this language, it just feels so awesome because you realize that you proved your former self wrong that yes, you can do whatever it is that you're trying to do. Now, in this case, we're talking about learning a new language, but really this is so applicable to many goals that we have in life. So anyways, getting less metaphorical and abstract here, once I got over the excuses I was making for myself, I started learning Portuguese with tons of motivation that I had to find somewhere in me out of nowhere, and this is how I did it. This is the part where I give my practical advice on how to actually tackle starting to learn a language. For me, there are two things that you need to learn first when beginning your language learning journey. Number one is you need to embrace making mistakes and making a lot of mistakes. This is probably one of the top hurdles that people have to work through because face it, you're not going to learn the language if you don't actually try to speak it. It's just like when babies are learning to speak. They begin babbling some words and as grammar becomes the next thing to learn, they have their caregivers there to correct them as they learn. Except they have no sense of embarrassment with language learning at this point, of course. So as older humans, the sense of embarrassment becomes what keeps us from freely making mistakes and we just worry about looking like an absolute fool. Well, you've got to get over that because the only way to work on that is to just do it and it gets easier each time. I read a quote recently and unfortunately I don't remember where, but it said that learning a language is a chance to practice humility. And I love this because it's so true. When you're putting yourself out there, stumbling through your broken Portuguese with a Brazilian, you're putting yourself in a situation where you have to be open to making mistakes and taking any feedback because that's how you're going to get better. It's scary, but you not only build upon your speaking skills, you build upon your humility and your ability to be vulnerable with others. And in my experience, when I've tried speaking a language that I'm learning with a native speaker and I approach it with humility and gratitude for correction, people respond so well and are thrilled that someone is trying to connect with them on a very personal level in their own native language. And at least this has been my experience with the romance languages that I've been tackling. It took me a little bit to realize this, but the more that I did it, the more I experienced that whoever I was talking to didn't really care if I made mistakes. They were just so excited that I was trying and that I had an interest in, or I had an interest in something that makes up a big part of who they are. And believe me, the mistakes that I did make in those conversations were noted in my mind and corrected much quicker than if I'd learned that I was saying something wrong by simply reading it somewhere. Okay, so the second thing that you need to learn is how to learn a language in a way that works for you. So what I mean is you need to do a little research on how others have approached learning your target language and try out what sounds most appealing to you. I don't believe there's one magical formula, just different ways to approach it that need to come in unison in a way that clicks for you. So I'm just gonna share some things that I've tried out and I'm still using when learning Portuguese, French, and Italian, keeping in mind that each of those languages has required that I try a different combination of tactics. So one of the most popular that most of you may have heard of is the language learning app called Duolingo. So this can be a fun way to learn some basics of a language in the form of games and can be a really great first step but my advice would be don't let this be the only step. I would say download the app, try to do a little each day while trying other things out. 
So if you're not someone who is entertained by game style learning, this may not be for you, but it's free and it's worth a shot. A tool that I've used a ton is YouTube. If you're someone who likes to watch videos like me, look up videos on basic conversational phrases and words when starting off, and then also find some channels of content creators that make videos on a topic that you'd usually watch in English, but instead they make these videos in your target language. So for example, I like to watch a lot of YouTube travel vloggers. So I started watching a few who were Brazilian and this really helps with hearing someone speak naturally, most of the time in first person, which is great for learning how to express yourself. And it helps you pick up vocabulary on topics that you'd wanna talk about in that language anyways. So I think this is actually a really great trick. Same goes for podcasts, if you're more of a podcasty person. Um, and if you need any recommendations for a YouTube channel or podcast on Portuguese, French, or Italian, hit me up and I'm happy to send some. If you're someone who listens to music a lot, music is a perfect way to train your ears to the language and to also learn a little about the culture tied with the language. Search a country's top current hits and I guarantee that you'll find some new stuff. Among some very familiar American songs, of course, but you'll find some cool songs, um, new genres even, in the language that you're trying to learn. So for me, music is such an indispensable part of my daily life. So exploring Brazilian music was really genius for killing two birds with one stone, so to say, and discovering new genres that I ended up really enjoying. And later, this surprisingly served as a way for me to connect with my cousins and other young Brazilians that I met when visiting Brazil. For example, I went out clubbing with some Brazilians that I met on my last trip there, and I can't tell you how funny it was and how entertaining it was for me when they realized that I actually knew some of their music and could even sing along. And I felt like things like that helped me bond more with them. So music is definitely something to explore. I know many of you out there are probably also avid TV show watchers, so why not try to find a popular show in that language? You can start off with English subtitles, but this still works for training that ear and getting used to accents. You'd be surprised with some of the vast media other countries have and quality shows and movies that they create, so that's another strategy that helps you and entertains you at the same time. Another very important tip is find language partners. And this is so, so important. So this can be either via online or in person. I had my cousins when I started learning Portuguese, but I couldn't always Skype with them. So I had to find other ways. So find what you're more comfortable with, but there are actually tons of online groups and communities trying to connect with others for language partners. One that I'd trust is anyone in the community that follows a YouTube channel called Damon and Joe. So I could talk about their channel so, so much, but basically they're like a travel and language channel primarily. Basically go to any of their videos. Again, they're called Damon and Joe. Um, go to the comments and you'll pretty much always find people willing to connect with someone to practice a language. You can also search for local Facebook groups that get together for practicing languages at events called language exchanges. So there's a group that I've gone to a few times located in DC that gets together every Sunday consisting of maybe like 20 or more people each time, 
all seeking to practice different languages. It's actually a really cool concept. Um, usually these people have a name tag that they wear and they indicate on that name tag the language that they're trying to practice. And so then you just kind of join a group that naturally forms um, and try to practice. I've also found groups that come together either weekly or bi-weekly for specific languages at local libraries, for example. And I've been able to meet some pretty cool people through this and get more resources on new things to check out to help me expand my knowledge on the language and culture. So this is how you start expanding your community of native speakers, as well as perhaps meeting others who are trying to learn your target language too. It's a super enriching way to go about learning a language and will also help you realize that there are others out there in your own area trying to learn that language and more native speakers than you actually ever knew. Other things that I've tried that I'd recommend if you live in an area that makes it possible are seeking out events to go to related to the language, like a culture festival, a concert in that language, a new restaurant or a small market, a church service or mass, etc. So these can be different and fun ways of experiencing being around people who speak the language and almost transporting yourself to a new country where you can try out the language without ever having to actually leave the country. So this is, of course, if you live somewhere that makes this possible, probably close to a metropolitan city of some sort. And then finally, there's taking classes. I find that although this is how schools traditionally approach teaching languages, this isn't the best way to learn, in my opinion. The number one way is by practicing. However, there is something to be said about having some guidance and direction with grammar, especially when you first start off. For example, in English, we don't have genders assigned to words. We just refer to things as the pencil or the light, where the article the is a neutral gender. While in Romance languages, you assign a gender to something specific, to, well, actually to everything, um, and end up with more than one article. So in Spanish, pencil is male, el lapis. Light is female, la luz. Another difference is in English, we don't have a formal and informal way to refer to someone, but you do in Romance languages and actually many other languages too. So in these other cultures, perhaps knowing how old someone is really does change the game of how the conversation is grammatically structured. So these simple differences can make learning a new language for the first time initially very frustrating and seem very complicated. So sometimes having a class to attend or a tutor can and be a really great help for this part. Personally, with Portuguese, I tried out a community college class for conversational Portuguese where I had a little bit of grammar guidance. And once in nursing school, I actually audited undergraduate beginners Portuguese for two semesters where they allowed me to sit in on the classes without worrying about a grade and continue expanding on the grammar portion in this way. When it came time to learning French and more recently Italian, I looked more into italki.com and man, I could talk about this for another 30 minutes, but to be brief, it's a site online where you can pick your language teacher and pay per class. About an average of maybe 10 to $15 per class in my experience, which lasts about an hour. Um, so you basically have a one-on-one -on -one class via Skype and have the chance to speak with a native speaker and structure the class in whatever way that your teacher and you decide is best for you. 
It's been such a great and affordable way to be taught by and practice with a native from the comforts of my home. And I can choose a schedule based off of when the teacher's available. So it's been pretty convenient. So I highly, highly recommend checking this out. Again, it's called italki.com, I-T-A-L-K-I.com. I think there are several other websites out there that kind of do the same thing where they connect you with a native speaker and you can do one-on-one video classes. Um, but I've personally had really great experiences with this one. Um, you do get three free 30-minute trials, so there's no harm in trying it out. No, I'm not sponsored. Wish I was, but um, I just love to talk about this tool um, that makes it super easy and convenient to learn a language if you want to go that route of having um, a tutor for that. So those are just some tips I have on what to try out when starting to learn a new language. And I'm sure there's tons of other cool ways that people learn languages. So I encourage you to go watch a few videos on people talking about their language learning journeys and go get inspired. You're gonna learn so, so much about yourself, about others, and so many new unexpected doors are gonna open for you. I can guarantee this. I'll have to make another episode on how language learning has enriched my own life. But until then, buena suerte, boa sorte, bon chance, bon Buena fortuna, good luck.